Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. This I do not recognize this from the Goonies soundtrack. It was from the Goonies soundtrack. Oh, okay, what artist is this? Oh, you'll see, let's see when we get the voice hits. Interesting. Is this Luther Vandross? It is. What? Luther <laughs> Vandross cut a track for Goonies? He sure did. What's the name of this song? It is She's So Good to Me. What part of the movie is it in? I With some you. girl somewhere, and maybe it's in the can't. There's no way this is in the, mo- in the movie. Movie, I would. It could have been in the credits, maybe. Yeah, I, I would remember this, but maybe it's been a while. That's wow. That is fantastic. That did not know Luther Vandross yeah. was on the. Nobody knew that was on the Goonie soundtrack. <laughs> that's why I love the musically themed days of the week. You learn something new. Uh, that's when Patrick. Oh, midweek movie music is when Patrick plays jams from a soundtrack uh, based on those selections. Hard not supposed to gather clues and hence uh, breadcrumbs that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music. And we got it this week. It was the Goonies. We got it pretty early on, but I had no idea that Luther. You didn't Vandross, know you was gonna get Luther at this part. Luther? Yeah. I would have lost so. Many bets. Luther Vandross on the Goonies soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's what I was saying. It's one of those things where the songs themselves are not really well known, but all the artists are pretty well known. Cindy Lauper, I know, was like Cindy Lauper. She's in a movie. Yeah. yeah, and then the Bangles, Ario Speedwagon was big. Tina oh, Marie. Right. Tina Marie. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. I guess of its time, you try to think about the time yeah. that it came out. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of hot artists of the time too. Yeah. I guess they didn't know Luther was going to be so. Uh, he was going to stand the test of time. Yeah. Uh, Cindy Lauper, she was on We Are the World. I don't know how she she guess she got on there. No, she was huge though. She got on We Are the World. She yeah, was huge like, for a while. Time. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I still remember Cindy Lauper very well. So yeah, mm-hmm. she did have her time. Uh, okay, uh, there you go. A shout out to my man Patrick, working hard behind the scenes, uh, directing and also DJing our midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. All right, I want to get into some Cowboys minicamp notes here. Uh, also, NFL possibly investigating other violators of their gambling policy. And we'll take the break early because I want to get to the news about the college football game. Yeah. We'll do that next segment. Okay. So we'll uh, dive back into the AM discussion. We'll play the sound from uh, Billy Lucci on Paul Feinbaum. Uh, we'll dive into that discussion. But also, we'll have discussion about the college football game that may not happen now. Which is sad news because everybody uh-huh. was really, really excited about it. Also, people are really excited, Harge, about the Dallas Cowboys because uh, they started their mini camp this week. And a couple of notes from the mini camp and a lot of discussion about the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. Yep. In the mini camp because uh, basically, because Terrence Steele 
still no pun intended dealing with the injury <laughs> and he may, uh, Mike McCarthy just uh revealed he may not be ready for training camp they want to take it really slow with him and they can afford to actually mm-hmm. uh, they can afford to take it slow with him because Tyler Smith is way ahead of schedule and he provides so much versatility speaking of versatility they are cross training almost every offensive lineman except for Tyler Biotish and Zach Martin they are your starting right guard and center, but every other position and every other offensive lineman being cross-trained. I got them here for you. I took notes, and from I got them from a lot of different sources. So Matt Willetsko is playing right tackle. He's working at right tackle and left guard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tyron Smith is working at right tackle mostly, uh, but they also have worked him at left tackle, of course, <laughs> um, because he's playing both. Uh, Matt Forniak. He is uh, he is working uh, and him, also him and Chuma Idoga. Yep, is that his name? He's yep. working left guard. They're both working left guard, but also Matt Forniak's working center too. I like it. Josh Ball's working right guard and right tackle. Um, they also had Matt Forniak get some reps at right tackle too. Putting <laughs> uh, in that work, man. They are there. Everybody's cross trained. I love it. I think it's fan. This is the time to do it. They have 89 people on their roster right now because they just signed a defensive end, former defensive end for, mm-hmm. for TCU. Uh, ben, Benigo, he used to play with the Colts. Yes, uh, I know the name. Yes. Yeah, Ben, yeah. ben, 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 ben yes. Biongo. Yeah. 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 They just signed him too. So going back to your offensive line story, though, you sit here and you, you wonder how the cross-training is going to go. Remember, last year Tyron Smith came back and played right tackle and they also had what's his name the old the og from the philadelphia Eagles. oh yeah um golly uh you wouldn't have said it i would have had it too i know gosh i apologize Uh, jason peters jason peters thank you sorry yeah um but they had they they had they had him too he's not there anymore yeah he's off change changing the the game a little bit and maybe that's why they're doing it they saw how important and how crucial it is for a lot of these guys because they ended up having to play musical chairs on the offensive line anyway. Mm-hmm. So they just figured, let's go ahead and start getting these guys part of it right now so we, yes. and be ahead of the game, especially because we're going to be cha- we're going to be running the ball a lot supposedly and controlling the game. So why not go ahead and get everybody in place because you were being proactive instead of reactive to what they saw last year. Uh I I agree with that. I think you're right. That's a good point that they they inevitably believe they're going to be in this situation for one of those O-line spots. So why not now start manufacturing depth, and at least now you'll know who your best uh, guards are, regardless of the position. Like, no, no, this guy guy actually is our second best guard, even though he's our backup tackle tackle, (laughs) or whatever it may be. Uh, And that probably is going to be Tyler Smith, because Tyler Smith, uh, Zach Martin, of course, is your starting right guard. Uh, But Tyler Smith, ideally, the Cowboys want their best five offensive linemen on the field. That would be Tyron Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard, yep. Tyler Biotish at center, Zach Martin, of course, at right guard, and Terrence Steele at right tackle. Correct. That's your five best old that's, linemen. That would be my starting, if we were to play today, 
that would be the starting lineup I would want to walk out there with. Agreed. On paper. And that, to me, yep. that's one of the best old lines in the league. It really yep. is. Yep. Because I think Terrence, I think uh, Tyler Smith. Proved, he showed a lot. He showed a lot last year. Proved he's one of the best young old linemen, and he's worth that first-round pick for the Cowboys. Tyron Smith, yes, aging and often injured at times, too. That's why they're cross-training these guys in manufacturing depth. He still can hold his own out there at left tackle. Still one of the better left tackles in the league, even though he is not the, at the elite status. His Definition of elite where he used to be, and and the right tackle with Terrence Steelman, he's been great for them. Yep. Uh, but the injury concerns me. Uh, he did tear what his ACL, MCL, and MPFL. Yeah, tore like three different things, and he had surgery in what was it? Maybe in December. I'm not sure when that surgery was. Uh, but he's still recovering from, it and may not be ready for training camp. That's what. Uh, Mike McCarthy said. Okay. Uh, also, yeah. they were 28th in pass block win rate last year. I didn't realize that. Uh, 4.8% sack rate. That's the highest sack rate for the Cowboys since 2018. Yeah. So Dak was under duress last season. And by the way, how about this little stat? Jason Peters, Matt Forniak, and Josh Ball allowed just two sacks and 27 pressures between those three players. So a lot of those sacks came from your starters. Yeah. Like your key foundational starters. Those guys just have to play better, period. Uh, another nugget from Cowboys training camp: Jalen Tolbert, man, continues to get rave reviews. Come on, man! Uh, we we read the quotes earlier this week that he has been hanging out with Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks has taken Jalen Tolbert under his wing and advised him, you know, flush what happened to start your career, um, and, and basically trying to teach him how to be a professional and how to maximize his talent. He caught multiple touchdowns during red zone seven on seven period. So Jalen Tolbert might be that num- that number four wide receiver. That He's trying. About. He's just trying. He's trying. Uh, also, Ray. We Re- expect a lot from him. You, I mean, you don't have a number four wide receiver no. right now. That, you did sign one. You just, uh, yeah, Thornton. They just signed a new Thornton. They signed another one? Yeah. The wide receiver I talked about uh, yesterday. I thought it was Johnson. No. Uh, okay. Oh, wait. Are they, did they sign another one? Tyron Johnson, Tyron not Thornton. Johnson, I'm thinking yes. of Tyler Thornton, the one who plays yes. wide receiver for. Yeah. So they signed, he's a yeah. speedster. Yes, he can fly. Guy ran a 4-3 coming out of yes. Oklahoma State? No doubt. Was it, it was Oklahoma State, right? Yeah. Uh, which is strange because I don't remember him much I don't remember at him Oklahoma at all. State. Uh, but, yes, he is out of Oklahoma State. They signed him earlier in the week. Uh, but His they, pitcher looked like a mugshot, though. They need to change all that. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That, is, that ain't Justin Blackman. Maybe the man. <laughs> That's a low blow for the man. Yeah, it's a good week for Justin yeah, Blackman, Yeah, it is. Man. It is. I'm sorry. I'm nominated sorry. for the I'm College Hall of Fame. Yeah. Man, taking shots at the man. Uh, but, no, you're, uh, you're a good point. They brought in another receiver because I, I believe they are – also uncertain about who's going to end up taking uh, that fourth wide receiver spot for them. But all the signs right now are pointing to Jalen Tober taking a huge step forward. And so far, it's real early on, very premature. He is uh, showing a lot of promise. So that's a good sign for Kyle. And I've heard that from most reports. Patrick Walker, uh, from uh, John Machota, uh, different uh, Cowboys beat reporters have all remarked that Jalen Tober taking the next step. You need a wide receiver for. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Jabril Cox. Remember that guy? Yes, Got hurt I do. out of LSU, was the best coverage linebacker coming out uh, coming out in the draft, actually, yep. uh, the year he came out. Coming out of LSU, loved his game, and uh, he had an injury. Uh, his rookie year made it really tough for him to you know acclimate to the league. But the Cowboys like him because they like linebackers, i.e. DeMario Overshone, that can cover, that are comfortable in space. He had two back-to-back PBUs in the end zone on third and fourth down uh, that uh, really got people excited about uh, his return from injury. Now it looks like he's moving 
a lot more flu, a lot more, a lot more fluidity than he did. Obviously, once he got after right after injury. Was was that against Cooper Rush? They did not say. I wish it was because that way I don't want nobody talking about Dak. Yeah, they you did. Know I do have a, yeah, Dak did have an interception versus Stephon Gilmore yeah, in seven baited seven. Him. He baited him. Yeah, he baited him on that one. And uh, CeeDee Lamb had a red zone touchdown versus uh, Diggs. And how about this? Because Tony Pollard's dealing with the injury, Deuce Vaughn yeah. uh, got some reps with the ones. Love it. In Love the it. red zone, seven on seven. Picks, that ain't gonna so. give us a lot of support, but it's gonna give us something for Deuce. You know what I'm saying? Get him that opportunity to get some reps and mm. and see what's out there. Because Malik Davis, he was a college free agent. Ronald Jones, mm-hmm. un, you know, he's a free agent as well. Rico Dowdle, Dowdle, yeah, yeah. Those guys give Deuce got drafted, so they're gonna give him opportunity to go out there and do some things. Another big news uh, that came out. Your man, Boss Man Fats. Boss oh. Man Fats is having the best. This is from Uh-oh. Mike McCarthy. Oh, Said Kelvin Joseph is Uh-oh. having the best offseason <gasps> since he's been there. What? And making the move to slot cornerback. Mm-hmm. Compared for, to his rookie season, he missed a lot of time and criticized for maturity, immaturity, excuse me, compared to lost last offseason. He is now in the good graces of the Cowboys right now. Listen, I don't call him Boss Man Fats. He's Kelvin. Kelvin. Until, until he shows, until he shows that, that he's right. worthy to be called Boss Man Fats. Yes. Uh, but I, I do love that report. I'm a little I'm a little suspicious of that report. And I'll tell you why. Because this is a time of year when you start pumping up oh, yeah. trade players time. you want to trade. Yeah. And yeah. you want everybody thinking that, oh, man, Boston Fast is playing really well. And then when his name comes up in the trade, we're like, well, you know what? He's, he's having the best offseason he's ever mm-hmm. had. And that's why, they want to, that's why everybody's talking right now about Trey Lance and how good he looks. <laughs> have, you, have you heard this? That yeah. Trey Lance may be the starter now. That Brock Purdy, he may, he may be overtaken because Trey Lance looks unbelievable. <laughs> all the players coming out saying, he looks so good. Kittle's coming out. Don't it's all about how good he bait. looks. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. are looking to trade Trey Lance. So right now, he's going to look like an NFL starting quarterback. Back. And now I think he, everybody said he's, he looks like he's worthy of being drafted number three overall. Really? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. This is like in the NBA when every team at their offseason is like, he's in the best shape of his <laughs> career. Yeah. Right now, best shape. He's focused. He is focused, man. He's coming back. I know you thought he was he, he was a little put on a little weight last year. No, no. <laughs> you won't even believe it when you see him. And then he shows up and you're like, he looks the exact same. He looks the exact same. What are you yeah. talking about? It's like, oh, well, he must have gained that in the last couple of days because he's been working really hard other than that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think Boston fans probably will improve with a position change. That's what they've done. Um, but when I, I'll need to see it in preseason. Like, yep. Just like Trey Lance and preseason doesn't even mean anything either, as we know. Right. Um, they'll, they'll show him in preseason and up against – not subpar, but against, very subpar. <laughs> yeah. Very subpar. Against, it's okay. Against competition that is not the best of the best, he may perform better. Put that on film, make him more of a tradable asset. Yeah. So I'm I see down why, with I see that. Why, you know what? Good for them. Cowboys should be trying to Smart trade. Smart move. Yeah, you drafted, drafted him in a second round. Yes. Got to get something return on that investment. <laughs> uh, all right, gentlemen, let's take the break here because I want to get to uh, this story uh, from EA Sports. EA Sports, but it's from College Football about the EA Sports College video video game, and also the sound from uh, Billy Lucci and Aggie. Uh, he's a, he's a, <laughs> a faithful member uh, of the uh, the Aggie uh, the Aggie 
core, if you will. And he's also the executive editor, I believe, and the co-owner of Texas. He went on Paul Feinbaum and had some comments about resuming the Texas Texan and rivalry and where it will resume. We'll discuss that. We'll hear from that audio. All that more right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick, the idillionaire on the show, takes jams from a soundtrack. And based on these selections that are played, Harge and I are supposed to gather uh, clues and hints, um, the breadcrumbs that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music. And today, The Goonies. Well done. The Goonies. Love it, man. Love it. I'm a big fan. Seen it many a time. Did not know the soundtrack. Had a Luther Vandross track on it. <laughs> that is wild. None of y'all knew that. Thanks to my man Patrick. Now you know. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's get to this story about the upcoming college football game, the 2024 EA Sports college football video game that's supposed to be coming out. Um, apparently, it's in a little bit of trouble. Um, uh, the There are some reports now. Uh, multiple reports out there that EA has contracted uh, one team partners to facilitate college athletes' likeness to handle the likeness issue. And a source told on three, the cash pool for athletes was in the $5 million neighborhood, which would pay, I think, the 11,000-something you know, D1 football players, it would pay them about $500 per player. Um, Sportico is reporting no royalties, just a one-time fee. Mm. It's almost like uh, what Player Association gets for the Madden video game. You get like a one-time fee. You don't get like royalties from it. You get like your one-time fee. Um, the vice president of the College Football Players Association, like that's a thing, uh, said that doesn't fly. And they basically have tried to establish a what they believe should be a minimum payout for every uh, college player. He said he said all. All current players, excuse me, should boycott this deal. It is an opt-in deal, and they should not opt into it. It is just a ridiculously low amount of money, uh, said the head of the College Football Players Association. Uh, he goes on to say, given the context and the hype that surrounds this game, when we first heard the number, we're like, all right, that sounds low. Let's go figure out if it is low and started talking to guys, talked to some of my friends, some guys who are still playing in the NFL. So what are NFL players getting paid for Madden? And the numbers were given from the 2019 year, and it was the close that they got, I think, about 17000 per player. Now we know very different business models, so this actually doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, and this is not com- comparable. Uh, but, yeah, that's ba- so basically – this guy, I think his name is Fal Falcinelli. Hope I got the name correct. Justin Falcinelli. He is encouraging players to protest mm-hmm. the new video game until they get higher fees or a higher payout. And on three is reporting that they have basically done their own research with their own sources. And on three's Andy Wittry spoke with multiple FBS players last weekend at the NIL Summit. And one of the most interesting takeaways was that athletes were already having internal locker room conversations about the video game and possible holdouts. Uh, 
Mm. There's almost a consensus that $500 is too little for the game's top stars. Uh, he said, yes, I can definitely see that, uh, Jalen Daniels said, the Kansas quarterback. I could definitely see it, especially with the highest college football players um, that are in the nation right now, if they're getting paid as somebody who a lot of people really don't know of and they're the most known person in college football, I can definitely see their agent saying, all right, what's going on here? All right, Harge. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? I, for me, you can use my rights. <laughs> I ain't played a game up there, but use me. Put my money in it. Now, I do believe that the players, they're. It's, it's 500 too low. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. 500 is too low for some players. 500 is way too much for a, I'd say, 60% of college football players. Well, here's the deal. That's a great if point. Your na- but that, if your name is going to that's be used saying. on this, that's what they're saying. this is where I would look at it. And and I'm not saying everybody deserves to have the same amount of money. I, I understand that the economics of the NIL and the way but things in, go. But in the NFL, fair, that is what it is. Everybody gets the same check cut to them. Right. Brady doesn't get more than Rod B. Play social right. stuff, right? Just in that, but they got their. Trust me, Brady. Does makes, Robbie still get a check? Brady makes way. No, no, you only get the check for the one year you're in it. The only the year that. So you're yeah, in. you only get check for the one. So year these you're are in numbers it. from okay. a Tom Pelissero tweet from 2020. Okay. To give you an idea of Madden money, uh, 27 active player payment is seventeen thousand six hundred sixty-two dollars. 2018 payment is sixteen thousand nine hundred sixty-six dollars. Fluctuates. And one thousand dollars for practice squad guys. Yeah. So exactly because they're a not one time payment. The private score guys aren't technically on the game, but they could right. be on it if they're yeah. That's, yeah. So it's, and, and I'm not if you look you at off the a rough number of yeah. roughly sixty players per team because you yeah. say fifty two is what you care about sixty for thirty teams. It's roughly thirty five to forty million dollar payout. So it is a bigger payout it's a, window it's a than way, college. It's not really comparable, honestly. It's not though. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if we're just looking at numbers though, yes, that that if that's a comparison because the number they give in that. In the story is twenty eight thousand, which seems high because they're like, well, the player association will tell you what it was, and it apparently wasn't that high. Uh, yeah, they, they, I said the story was seventeen thousand for the year twenty nineteen. Yeah. They looked at for Madden for the yeah. Madden payouts. Uh, but I, I, I'll say this: I do think I don't know exactly if they're being honest and forthcoming about the amount of money that is in the the pool for player payouts. They said mm-hmm. five million is all they have. Yeah, yeah. and I. <sighs> So something tells me that number could be a lot higher, and I think that's what they're trying to do is push that number. Yeah. Hey, could it be eight million? And could you, you know, everybody get instead of five hundred, you know, everybody gets I don't know five seventy five or something like that. So I get it, I understand. Um, but I, I to to me as a forty year forty something year old uh, person now, and I remember when I was twenty something year old, I probably would have taken the check because right. remember they they paid off all of the players whose likeness they used in the EA Sports college, college football video game when Ed O'Bannon won his case yes. all the way back to 2003. Uh, Rod B Just last year that. was 02. Yeah, so I dismissed that. And I think guys it. were getting like five thousand or something like that, like three thousand, depending on on how many years you played, how many years you're on the game. I. Back then, if I was younger and 20-something, I probably would have taken the check. Now, honestly, I think I'd rather have my likeness on the game because I would like when I'm done playing. Yes. Yes. When I, most yes. of these guys, yes. you ain't going to be playing at the next level. Trust me, one of the yeah. best keepsakes you can have is you on a video game. Yeah. Yep. You yep. on a video game. You're I love to, it. You know what I mean? You have to make yourself on the game. It. No, no, you were already on an EA Sports video game. So now 42, going on 43-year-old Rod B, man, give me my 500 and put me on that game. Yeah. 
That's and I, I but I, I get That's it. why I said use my likeness. Yes, but I, I didn't grow up in the NIL world. And yeah. if I if I grew up in an NIL baby, I probably won't mow money. Because mm-hmm. NIL would have shown me what I'm worth, what but, my value but is. But if you play for it. UAB, <laughs> do you want five hundred bucks? Or do you want no money? Because those are your yeah. two options. Five hundred or none. There is no there is no middle ground. They ain't coming back to negotiate with Not you. Not for those guys, right? And so you say, I, I get it in one part. Because he's right in one part. For Caleb for Caleb Williams, that is a slap in the face. Even Quinn Ewers is a little slap for, in the face. Uh, for most of Texas, for yeah. most of USC, for most of Alabama, for most of these big programs, they, these guys are making big enough money. You're doing it for the smaller guys on the team. You're mm-hmm. doing it for the game of college football. You're doing it for other reasons. Yeah. But I get where you could be it. So I think when they're like, we should boycott this, like, man, you're playing with fire. I agree. Because you're going to go, hey, man, we got up to $8 million. And then everybody goes, cool, we're still not signing. Like you now, you realize that eight million dollars only comes if the Heisman finalist signs. Yeah, and if this the the, yeah. the stars and and if every star signs, then they'll do that. But I can tell you right now, they will go. I'll tell you, you know what? We'll do five million. We will only sign the stars, and everyone else will lose all your money. Yeah, all you guys. We don't care because yeah. no one is gonna. No one's gonna be like, hey man, I really need that backup left guard. I need I need him his name and likeness in there. I need his name because I'm playing franchise mode. And he's going to be gone in one year. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like it's not like man where I can play with him, and he'll be on my franchise for twelve years. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Going to go out soon, so I get it. But there's a part of it you're playing with fire. Of can you really? Uh, it, once you tell the big names to pull out and yep. don't sign, to to get him back it, in, it's going to cost apart. a lot more money. We we are seeing now more than ever. Right, we've seen it with the PGA merger. Um, with the PIF and with Liv, uh, I just gave you the story about Lionel Messi. Yep. Guys, sports is about stars. It's about stars. Yep. You got to have the star power. If you don't have the star power, nobody gives a damn. Uh, the, the PIF literally just just pulled the okie doke, right? And yep. had a essentially kind of a hostile takeover, a forced merger with the PGA because started taking their stars. And yep. I think they knew, like, you know, so we keep this this litigation going up. Rory's going to leave, and all the top guys is going to take the guaranteed money, and then we're going to look like idiots then. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? It's better for us to just merge. At least we don't look like we can save some face. And Inter Miami, they decided with David Beckham, who was also one of those stars. He was one the of the guys that star, first started. Yeah. Right? That yeah. MLS got, the first true international superstar they got, and they paid, you know, they paid big money for him, but to them, it was worth it. They got to return on their investment because only those stars are going to bring eyes to television sets, put butts in seats. We are a celebrity-driven culture. TMZ yep. is worth I don't know how much because we're obsessed with knowing what every celebrity is going to do at any given moment. Yeah. That we, we're just obsessed. And the superstars of sports, they are no different. They're the celebrities of sports, and that they are what makes it tick. And they are what attracts the dollars. And Patrick's right. If they if they don't get all the big time, and there are like ten guys in college sports, college football right now that could turn the tide of this. The rest of them, pretty much, I'm I'm not trying to be mean. They don't yeah. matter in no. in this conversation. Yeah, they don't. look for Texas for Texas. If Kelvin Banks is not on there, it's not a deal breaker. If Quinn Ewers and Xavier Worthy are not on there. And people are like, well, why am I playing Texas? Yeah, because this is what we fantasy this is fantasy sports. Man. Yep. I play yeah, it. Arch Manning's not on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then people are like, well, that's the only reason I picked because I got freshman Arch Manning on my franchise now. <laughs> Texas says the Saudis are going to fund the game and the players. Bro, hey, <laughs> you talking about pulling a move. Somebody mentioned like, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, man, if they, if they are really serious about truly infiltrating every part of the sports world, 
why wouldn't they go buy the XFL and one of those startup sports they just try to go steal a go steal a quarterback from the NFL, a couple of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. Now, now would, would it work? I don't think it would work. But I don't, never know. They, 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 nobody thought that never know. Hey, live would Aaron work. Rogers, Aaron Rodgers wants to work less days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many guys in the NFL want to work less and make more? Tom like, Brady's coming back. <laughs> We're playing every two weeks. Yeah, we're going to go play every two weeks. And we're going to go play ten games. Back. Yeah, Man, that's uh, but anyway. But um, I, I agree. I, I agree with Patrick. I think the it's all about the star power in that game. That's what they want. And ultimately, if they don't get that star power, this whole thing could implode. I hope it doesn't. I hope they actually get the game out. There. And by the way, they want. And I don't know if they're going to do it. They're going to do it. I know they're trying within the algorithm. I've talked to some folks. They're trying to get the transfer portal in there. Yeah. That's why they want all the players. Yeah. They want a transfer portal yeah. in the game, and they're going to put NIL in the game and all this kind of stuff, and it would suck if you're, the transfer portal uh, kind of uh, part of the game wouldn't really hold any relevance if you don't have actual players. Yeah. If, you're yeah. just, if it's just no-name cornerback being in the transfer portal. No, no, you want that guy in the transfer portal, the player. Yeah. That's no, kind that's, of yeah, you want to have your first offseason and go raid some teams. Yes, for all their really good players. Yeah. So this would actually hurt that little unique element to the new game, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know how the hell they're going to have a transfer portal in the game. It's going to be wild. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it will be fun, though, because you're going to be trying to figure out how you're going to get kids involved yeah. and how you're going to get this guy to transfer, like you said, to your school. But, I mean, they've already, Where's the NIL money going? Yeah, the NIL money going to be crazy, too. To? How do you it's make NIL so- money oh, in, on the game? How do you Monopoly. <laughs> because, because they've already got recruiting. They had recruiting in the old games. So yes, that was the thing. See, right. that's kind of like the transfer that's portal. True. It was like, hey – this guy's you you got to spend your points and yeah, that's a good point. They did have recruiting in the last game. Yeah, KD was obsessed with the college football. No one, he would play still. Like when we were doing the show together, he would go home and play like the, the college football. Video I, game. I swear he was playing like the old one, like the yeah. latest one that was out, and he loved it. But it was like he was like, oh, I'm working on the the season. We're in the offseason. <laughs> we're recruiting right now, stuff like that. He was obsessed oh. with the damn thing. Uh, okay, uh, we don't have time for the Billy Lucci sounder, do we? What time? Is we it got 90 about seconds? three minutes. Yeah, we got time. Let's play it. Let's play, Let's play it. Billy Lucci. This is Billy Lucci, uh, one of the Aggie faithful on with Paul Feinbaum, talking about resuming the Texas Tech Sand and Robbery. And the big debate, you know, Ross has dug his line in the sand. He's drawn his line in the sand that the first game is going to be played right here across the street at Kyle Field. Uh, Chris Del Conte acts like he's not aware of that at all. That's going to be pretty fascinating. By, by the way, why, why is that for those of us who, who, who may, may have forgotten? Why is what? Why, did why Ross, is the game? Uh, why does Ross so uh, Sherman-esque about that? It's pretty interesting. I mean, he's, he's basically said that the league or Sankey have indicated to him that that's where the first game will be played. Um, if you're going to draw that line in the sand, it, it, it needs to end up that way. You and I both know that because if, if that first game is played in Austin, uh, there's going to be a lot of upset fans. And, and Billy, is that is that because uh, there, there's still people in in, in Aggie Land who feel like <laughs> they, they they had a belief that this would never happen? Yeah, that's, I do think that's I do think that's the crux of it, and that's at the root of it. And uh, it's almost like, uh, hey, you owe us one after all that. And and I don't I don't think the SEC would think of it that way. Uh, they certainly wouldn't say, hey, we owe you one, we're going to do this. But it sure seems to me like uh, the A&M athletic director has been led to believe that or, or even told that that first game is going to be there. All right, there you go. Hey, 
Lawrence. I mean, he he was name dropping everywhere because he, he wanted to make sure, hey, this ain't me talking. <laughs> Ross Bjorn drew a line in the yeah, sand. Yeah. Yeah. And then he throws out there, you know, Greg Sankey. Sankey. Yeah. Thinking he probably told him, you know, we're gonna be able to do this. Go ahead and go ahead and run with that story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for, no, for, for those of us who've forgotten, when when did y'all make this up? <laughs> hey, look, I will say this though. I I think we should give it to the Aggies. If if you were asking me, if I was CDC, give it to the Aggies. They're the only oh, ones who you care know what? You know what? about where the oh, rivalry is. You know what? You know what? Let's give it to them in a big display, and just really be like, guys. We do. We want to give it to you. We just want to be friends, guys. We, you know what? First ones at your place, guys. We are doing it for you. And you know what? And just let them really just hate it more. Exactly. You're right. They would hate it more because they want to believe they earned this somehow. They yeah, earned yeah. this. No, very no, we gave it to you. We own it. Yeah. We own it, and we're giving it to you. Yeah, they believe that they're owed this by the SEC for allowing Texas to come into the SEC, which oh, there was. I like their, that now. Which, which was their safe haven from Texas when they escaped the Big Twelve to go to the SEC to escape the shadow of Texas, and now the shadow is looming. Mm-hmm. So I say, give it to the Aggies. You should want to beat the Aggies in their homeland in Aggie Land. So give it. They're the only ones who care. The SEC doesn't care. Texas doesn't care. Nobody cares except the Aggies. So give it to them. Yeah, I like I like the plan though. If we can give it to them, make a big display of it that like, we have chosen this. Like the announce, like a press conference. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. we decided. You know what? Sankey called us. He was like, "Dude, whatever you want. These guys won't shut up." Now that would piss them off. But I'll tell you what. That we told happen. we told Sankey. You know what? Give it to them. You know what? They deserve it. They've had a hard run of it a few years no, no. ago. If you drop that line that you just dropped, that Sankey gave us the option. Yes. Oh. 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 That would have been land. better. Aggieland would burn. Been, they yeah. would. Oh, they would burn it to the ground. They'd be so upset. Oh, they'd be riding in Aggieland for that one. He gave them the choice. It should be our choice. Which still <laughs> might happen. Which <laughs> still right. might happen. Gonna, we will find out on Wednesday. The schedule. Oh, Sankey, don't do that, Sankey. I listen. I have to share this city with Aggies. <laughs> I don't want Aggies that upset. Aggies that upset. Oh, they're going to be 38, man. No. That, yeah. Texas is going to basically be like our country was when we couldn't find out who won the election. Oh, like, man. We, they're giving it, uh, like, oh, no, we, how did this happen? We can't be divided like that. How Texas, did this no, happen? It's okay. The, the, no. big ten, the Big Tens is going to be like, <laughs> yes. he won't stop calling us. Yes. <laughs> It's happening. Okay, we got to get uh, to the break here. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up, put it in the oven. Right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful down the horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion. Sir, I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is... mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Time to uh, get to uh, some of our off uh, our topics here. We'll get to some on tap here in a second. But first, we got to let you know what's going on with the Flex. The Flex is coming up next. Uh, got my man uh, Zach Lucero out there getting ready for the Flex. Uh, and he sent us a text. Uh, actually, Hard, you sent this to us. Yep. I'm sure he sent it to you. Yep. Uh, Westlake wide receiver Heath McCree. Mm-hmm. Gonna be on. I just met him, by the way, and I saw him running. Um, yes, a, a highlight on in track, actually. Yeah, and then I asked him if he ran track, and I think he runs like a ten. 
Yeah, he's on three the re- he's something? on that relay team with the other young brother that came Freakish. in here. And he oh, was, and he was also well, he got a scholarship. He got a scholarship. Yeah. I forgot where it was going, but yeah, and McCree's another one of those guys. His brother plays tight end um, for USC. He just got offered, uh, I believe San Diego State offered him. Mm-hmm. You've been to that campus? Uh, oh yes, I know people. I've never been, but everybody's told me about that San Diego State campus. And, yeah, awesome and I'm sure another Austin Westlake uh, famous Campbell told San Diego State that, they need to uh, look at uh-huh. him. Uh huh. Uh-huh. TC speaks. We had uh, Adam 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 Hall, who mm-hmm. was a Westlake quarterback, yep. who uh, came in ninety nine with us. He transferred from Texas to San Diego San State. Diego I believe. State. That's right. Man, if you can transfer somewhere, San Diego State ain't bad, man. Ain't nothing but beauty. It ain't bad. Uh, also, the flex is gonna be awesome because my man Corey Mose is in the building. See Mo. Now I've asked him. Like I've never seen him wear the same outfit, but uh-huh. he's always. He's all. Some people say it's overdressed, but that, that's a that's a bad term. Being overdressed is like being overqualified or no. being overeducated. It's Don't like, penalize me because I got exactly. swag. Don't, Don't penalize, penalize me. me. No, I'm not I'm overdressed. I'm, I'm dressing for me. Yes, you're dressing for success. Exactly. So you can never be overdressed, overeducated, or overqualified. Those I agree are BS with that. terms. And Corey Moles is all of the above. I guess. Ding ding. <laughs> He's the man. Uh, all right. What's on tap for you, brother? I'm gonna watch some of this track. I got a buddy whose kid is running in the nationals for uh, over here at the University of Texas. Oh, that's right. Yep. Who what school is he running for? He, uh, Texas A&M. Ah, <laughs> leave out the details. Uh, Patrick, what's on tap for you? Uh, I mean, there's the NBA Finals on. There is the NBA I'm Finals. i checking that out. That's what that's on tap for me, too. I, guys, I got Miami Heat winning game three. I like, heat, it. I like it. I like I'm what you're saying, but I don't three. believe it. I'm going with the Nuggets. Ooh, we'll yeah. see what him has got to say about that tomorrow. That's right. uh, thank you guys for your participation. Remember, the revolution I'll be telling about talking about right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. And more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.